Hello, hello, and welcome to another Two Network Match Report with me, Adam. It's finished in St James's Park, it's finished Newcastle United 1, Chelsea 2. It's been a pretty controversial game. Um, the, the day started with a bit of um, curious news in that Jamal Lascelles and Shelby, according to the club, um, had knocks and were completely out of the match day squad. There's a few other reports flying around about Lascelles and possible uh, fallings out with Rafa Benitez, etc. But um, we'll see what kind of, kind of comes out with a wash in that. Um, the controversy surrounded the, apparently the, around the um, decision by Rafa Benitez to play a five-man defence against Chelsea. So you could see that, you know, very similar to, to Man City last season where actually Rafa Benitez got completely lambasted by um, pundits, um, Gary Neville included, that wonder manager, Gary Neville, who did uh, awesome things at Valencia, as you remember. Was um, So he, his tactics were obviously to, to park the bus and to frustrate Chelsea and, and reduce them, creating the amount of chances that they might against uh, a team that might play a bit more open and expansive. Um, Rafa Benitez, as we all know, is an absolutely excellent defensive coach. Chelsea's team is full of, you know, tens of million pound players. Um, obviously, the, the, the new goalkeeper uh, from Bilbao worth, you know, he was bought for 71 million. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that um, you could probably buy purchase most of our matchday squad with 71 million given the difference so without Lascelles in um, Fabian Scher and Federico Fernandez came straight in at the deep end for their full Newcastle United debuts in a three-man defence um, with Kieran Clark, uh, Dummett and Yedlin um, making up the full backs now Yedlin was back after we thought he might have been out for a, a, a much longer um, after going off injured late into the Spurs game a couple of weeks back. Shelby, um, who, as, as, as you might have seen in previous videos, I think has been probably one of our, our best performing player over the first two games in, in total. So I thought he would be an absolutely big miss. Um, I think we did miss him to an extent, but I thought that, that, that Diarmi and Key had really, really good games in midfield. Key... Um, was recovering a lot of balls. He looked composed and assured on the ball. Diarmé was was brilliant. He was absolutely frustrating. What was a, a you know a hundred million pound midfield um, that that Chelsea assembled, and he was breaking up play a lot and frustrating them. So, you know, in the first half, you know, Chelsea obviously dominated, and it was very it was very apparent straight away that they were going to have a lot of the ball as it turned out they ended up having 81% possession versus our 19 which kind of shows the disparity in the quality of the two sides and you know we had a couple of corners in the first half uh, we had a really good Josh sorry Josh Jacob Murphy shot um, in in the first half as well which which tested the the Chelsea goalkeeper but apart from that, we really struggled. I mean, in, in fact, throughout the whole game, we struggled to retain any kind of possession and, and make things happen in the final third. But ultimately, that was just the game that was playing out. It was, 
as the game grew on, it was always going to be about survival in that game and, and how long we were going to be able to keep them at bay. Chelsea didn't, f for all of Newcastle's lack of um, creation, I guess, in the, in the first half, in the second half as well, in the first half, Chelsea only really tested the goalkeeper um, from a Pedro shot from outside the box. So we, you know, we went in at half time, and it was. It, it felt like we were in. As much as we didn't have the ball, we were still kind of controlling the game and and preventing them and frustrating them. From what they wanted to do, Hazard saw a lot of the ball. Hazard got fouled a lot. Hazard, for some reason, for all his his skill and talent, is one of these players who almost has to walk away from every challenge, hobbling. Which I, ne I never fully understand. Like it's it's a it's a contact sport. Even like, just get up, just get up, and um, and crack on and start running. But he does this thing where he's sort of hobbling off, and he's and he's obviously like he's struggling to walk. And then as soon as there's an opportunity where he can receive the ball, he's fine. And I, I never understand that because it's so transparent. I don't know why players do that. It doesn't. Is it because if they do something good, then they've it makes them even better because they've done it despite an injury or if they do something bad is it a crutch like a safety net to say oh well I would have played better I would have performed better but I've got that injury because I kept getting clattered I, I never understand I, I don't know what it is but I, I, for me it seems needless if he's getting if he's actually got hurt fair enough but don't don't feign injury don't put the hobble on and then just sprint like sort of 30 seconds later it's just it's weird and very pointless and everyone can see through it very odd. Anyway, he was getting fouled a lot, and but but actually getting quite frustrated. And we were very well organised, very well drilled. If you consider that we we had we had Cher starting for the first time, we had Key starting for the first time, we had Fernandez starting for the first time, we had Rondon starting for the first time. Yedlin was back in. We were playing a completely new system for a lot of the players in that squad. We made a lot of changes from Cardiff. Obviously, Kennedy couldn't play, given his. Um, the terms of his loan condition, uh, his loan move, and I thought at half time, yeah, very very good, drilled, and 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 as I expected, I never expected to get turned over today. I probably didn't expect to win. I kind of hoped for a score draw. I hoped for a one-one. I think, and like the Spurs game, it was it was it was won on margins. It was won and lost on very fine margins. You look at. You look at the Spurs game. We conceded from we conceded the first goal, and it was the ball was nine millimeters over the line. You know, couldn't really call that with a naked eye back in the day. That might not have stood. Obviously, it was it was a very legitimate goal, and and, and it should have stood. And, and fair play to them, but it's just when it's the mar margins of error are so tight, and we just seem to have got a lot of bad luck. You, you know the. Um, the fact that we missed a penalty against Cardiff, you know, you can't really legislate legislate for that. And in this game, you know, Rudiger rattled the bar um, in the in the second half from far out. I mean, Dubravka was didn't have much to do, and but he was absolutely beaten by that. But obviously, he hit the bar, and 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 nothing came of it. But by that point, Giroud would come on for Morata, who had been pretty invisible, to be honest. Um, Jorginho saw a lot of the ball, as I mentioned. Hazard was floating around out absolutely everywhere trying to affect play. Alonso looked dangerous as he always does. You know, he, was, he he sort of still felt like he was playing that wing-back role despite being 
a regular left back in a back four. You know, he's still he's got that athleticism and stamina that allows him to do that. He's such a dangerous player, and you know our our right back um, position has been targeted previously. So it, it's it's no surprise that we saw a lot of um, we saw a lot of attacks coming down that side. But when I say attacks, you know. Every time Chelsea tried to get the ball into the box, they were just met with a wall of black and white. And, you know, the amount of clearances that we were getting in on our three centre-backs, I thought, absolutely superb today, given that two of them... I mean, one of them was frozen out the side last, last year because he was just completely out of favour. And two of them have just, just stepped in from <laughs> for their first games, you know, baptism of fire. And I, I just thought they were absolutely... Superb, and I mean, I, I want to kind of before we get into the the nitty gritty of the goals, I just want to I just want to kind of point out just how important uh, these performances were. So, like you look at you look at Kieran Clark, for example. Um, only Olivier Giroud won more attacking aerial duels than him today, so he was a real danger from from set pieces, which is where we looked the most likely to score. Obviously, before we did score, um, tackles. He won the fifth most on the pitch. Interceptions, joint most on the pitch. Um, clearances, most on the pitch. Headed clearances, most on the pitch. That's Kieran Clark. It's absolutely fantastic stats there and, and really shown his worth. You know, for somebody who, you know, I, th I thought might have been sold this summer and was surplus to requirements. Um, but he's really kind of proven himself there. And, you know, we'll, we'll get on to the penalty incident in a second. But... I just want to prefix that with with the performance of Fabian Scher because you know similarly he was equally as impressive. You know he uh, headed clearances. He was the third best on the pitch. Um, clearances second best on the pitch. Blocks. Um, you know most blocks on the pitch by a, a, an absolute mile. Interceptions joint most on the pitch. You know that. Really, really solid. I mean, this is his debut in the in the Premier League. You know, it's his first start in the Premier League, and he's and he's coming up with numbers like that, and it, it just kind of shows how how relentless Chelsea were, but how frustrated um, they were because they were met with with three very very competent centre backs doing a very excellent job who have been drilled by a world class manager in Rafa Benitez. It's as simple as that. The penalty was the turning point. I mean, at the, at the point, it was about 75 minutes. And I, I, like most people on the ground, had been wondering how long we were going to be able to keep this up. Because by by this point, we'd already... I mean, Fernandez and Cher had already been shown a yellow card. And we were just giving away a few more fouls than we had been in the first half. We were just... I wouldn't say we're losing our head, but it was... The pressure was building. Um, Hazard that fed Alonso uh, into the box and he was through and Cher kind of came in for, with a tackle. And my, my initial instinct was that the, the ball was won. That it wasn't a penalty, that there was a there was a clear foot on that on that ball. Obviously, those watching on the TV had the benefit of replays and commentary and, and insight from multiple angles. But my instinct in the ground was no penalty. And having seen the highlights since recording this video, 
I was absolutely right. It was it was hundred percent not a penalty, and that changed the game. And I think what you know a, a couple of a couple of notes about the referees, but so the the referee's position, I think was was very poor. Um, he was there was a sea of people in front of him. The incident was facing away from him. You can't give, and and and, and, and not only that is that is, is the linesman, his view would have been blocked by many many people as well. You can only give a penalty if you're hundred percent that it was a foul, and I don't think he, he I don't think he knew. He obviously didn't because it wasn't a foul having seen the replay. But to have that that level of error at, 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 in a Premier League game, I think is is unforgivable. It's it's we should expect better from incidents like that. So and and, and in the ground, the other thing that I noticed as well was the fact that Cher wasn't given a second yellow. If that was the tackle from behind with Alonso through on goal as the referees apparently seen it to give the penalty, that's an easy second yellow. Why is he staying on the pitch? He should have, he should have been sent off. If the, if the referee was that convinced and he was committed to his decision, Cher walks and we're down to 10 men. But he didn't. Why? Because he wasn't fully convinced. He thought there might have been enough there for a penalty. But he didn't because he wasn't 100% sure. That's not good enough. Credit to Zabravka. Very, very nearly saved Hazard's penalty, which was very excellently taken, I must say. And you're thinking, well, that's at least a release of, of, of tension and pressure. You know, we've been trying to hold out and there it is. There's that inevitable goal that's been kind of gifted to them. Kind of, it was definitely gifted to them. You know, I, the, some other people might think that we were probably going to hold on from that point and continue to frustrate us. I think that something was going to give at some point, and that that penalty was something giving. You know, but you know, to to mention sort of centre backs. You know, I mentioned Cher and uh, Kieran Clark. I thought Federico Fernandez was also very very impressive today. Um, winning balls and, and, and what is was most impressive and quite surprising by you know I haven't really watched him um, in that much detail previously. I was very I was aware of him. But his his long his long distribution is very, very impressive and a couple of times he found Yedlin and I and I, I thought what a what a brilliant um, outlet for us to have. You know, with Shelby off the pitch particularly, obviously Key's got that kind of passing range, Richie to an extent. But to have Somebody being able to you know pick the ball up from defence, you know, in the nineteen percent that we had possession, so the very the very few opportunities that we actually had the ball in possession, I thought he was really good. And for the goal, he sprayed a lovely diagonal ball up to the, the you know the 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 relentless uh, Yedlin, the boundless energy of Yedlin, who clashed with uh, substitute Giroud and. I haven't seen the replay, it was definitely an elbow and we've definitely got away with one, that's that's probably a red card. But the linesman was right in front of it, didn't wave his flag to everyone's surprise. Yedlin puts a beautiful ball in, that's got to be said, and uh, Hosselu, who's come on from a, from a very for a very isolated Rondon, who put a shift in and showed glimpses of how a Newcastle team spearheaded by the Venezuelan could look like. Um, really, really impressed and it just seems that... Rondon was isolated, maybe not fully match fit. Hosslu's come on, 
and after his goal scoring exploits against Spurs a couple of weeks ago, he's done it again. He's put it. He's he's directed a header absolutely brilliantly into the top corner. Um, keepers absolutely nowhere. Stadium erupts and it's absolutely fantastic. Absolutely bouncing, and you think bloody hell, we're going to get something out of this. But there was there was at nil nil, and then at one one, I was always thinking this will be really good if we draw, and we. I felt because of because Chelsea had that much dominance on the game that we would have been either way kind of lucky to, to, to draw it, even despite thinking that the penalty might have been um, a bit of injustice, which it turned out to be, you know. And again, as Chelsea pushed forward for that last ten minutes, it's almost like Hossley scored. So that was, I think Arsenal scored about the 83rd, 84th minute and it meant that there was about 10 minutes to play with Chelsea just going all all out for it and you knew it was going to be very, very tough. You know, at this point Muto and Perez had come on and, you know, we were, I guess at 1-0 down, Rafa was trying to go for it, trying to stretch them and trying to, to give us something in the final third that we'd basically be missing for the uh, for most of the for most of the game but that was the tactic the tactic was to frustrate Chelsea one of the best teams in the league as Spurs were and go toe to toe with them and try and nick a draw and maybe a, a win on the break That's that was the game plan and it almost almost worked but Hazard kept getting fouled Hazard kept wriggling around and drawing fouls and we got free kicks and by this point William was on the pitch and William's one of the best you know his delivery of a, of, a, of a dead ball is absolutely superb I've got I I'm a huge huge fan of William and you know they kept peppering us a bit in the last few minutes and as it turned out Alonso who had obviously been integral in the penalty winning was uh, fired a shot across across the box towards the corner and actually if Yedlin had left it Ross Barkley I believe another substitution was waiting right behind but instead he tried to clear with his left foot it, it came off the side and it just dribbled into the side netting own goal um, and it's 2-1 to Chelsea in the 87th minute and it's just again like the Cardiff game it was it was it's heartbreaking how it how it happened, how the events unfolded, how we were so close to getting something from the match. So like you know, look at those three those three games, the penalty missed, the Tottenham scoring by nine millimetres, a penalty that shouldn't have been from against Chelsea in an own goal. How do you how do you legislate for that kind of thing? You know, in each of the games, tactically, I think you know, we were kind of, certainly the two home games, I think tactics were absolutely spot on with the tools that Rafa Benitez has at his disposal. Tactically, we were sound. And anybody who thought that we could have played better or should have played better today against Chelsea, who will be finishing Champions League positions this season, you want to get your head checked. We, he, we almost got a point. To think that we could have gone out there against... You know, like a £150 million, £180 million defence alone, which is essentially double what our whole squad's worth. The fact that we bring on Hosselu and Perez to try and change a game, whereas they bring on Willian, Barkley, Giroud, you know, combined, you're looking at £90 million about there. That's, that's, that's crazy, you know, that's absolutely crazy money. And... 
maybe 70, 70 million. Um, that, that's just the difference between us. There's such a disparity, and it's just really sad that under a, a Mike Ashley, Newcastle United, you've got a world class manager who's having to scrap around with, a, you know, scrap around for points and park the bus and put on a defensive, you know, you know, Premier League defensive uh, performance 101 against a team who he feels as is, he should be competing against. You know, he, he should be a lot more competitive against the likes of Spurs and Chelsea. And do you know what? For those two games, we went toe-to-toe -to -toe with two of the best teams in the country right now. So I can't, I can't be annoyed. I'm absolutely gutted that we, that, we, that we lost it in that manner. It should have been a point. It should have been three points against Cardiff with that missed penalty. And Spurs, with a, with a bit of better finishing, which should have been a draw. The positives to take out of it are, we played like that against Chelsea without two of our best players in LaSalle and Shelby. We played that like that against Spurs, playing the likes of Hosselu and Clark, who, you know, couldn't really get into the team last year. So I think there's a you know we're creating chances from open play. We look dangerous from set pieces. Key's delivery is, is is really, really excellent as well, and the fact that we've now got a lot of central defenders who have who look very, very strong in the air. That's going to give us an, another secret weapon. It's going to give us another outlet for scoring. I think Rondon showed flashes of brilliance. I think Muto is only going to get better. I'd like to see him start the Carlin Cup match against Forest. And, and Diomi again, just putting a shift in. Like we, it, If we play like we have in those two home games against Spurs and Chelsea, if we play like that every game at home, keep up that level of effort, and potential and creating chances, we're going to be fine. That own goal against Yedlin, which you just can't legislate for, that point that we've lost today, and it's only a point, that is not, that's not going to be the difference between us getting relegated and staying in the division. I don't think it'll come to that. We're better than that. We, we, we seem to be in a much better position after three games now than we were after three games last season. And we've got two points fewer. But there's so many positives to draw on that I can't get angry about it. Tactics do not legislate for the, the, the bad luck that we had. And yes, Chelsea were dominant, but they had 15 shots in total and only managed three on target. We had six on shots and we had two on target. So we only had 19% possession. But was, such was the, the quality of our defensive display that we they only managed one more shot on target than what we did. And that was a fucking penalty, from, you know, a penalty that shouldn't have been. It was a free shot at goal. So that was the difference, ultimately. And as much as I'm disappointed, I'm impressed by what I'm seeing. And we're only going to get better. And fantastic debuts all round for, for the team. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward. Obviously, we've got City next, Man City away. That's unlikely to reap any points whatsoever. I expect us to play five at the back again. Will the cells be in the side again? I hope so, but I'm pleased with what we saw today. Very, very encouraging. Hopefully Shelby's just a knock and he'll be back as well, but we'll see. Thanks very much for watching. I've been Adam of the Two Network. 
Please subscribe on YouTube if you can. And we are on SoundCloud and iTunes as well. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. So please, please uh, follow and like those pages as well. I've been Adam. Another defeat, but lots, lots, lots to be positive about. Thanks very much. Bye, Zibai.